Hi, everybody. My name is Rob Moyle, and welcome to episode number 21, 21, 21 of, of the Hi Hakiki podcast, a podcast about industry, entrepreneurship, and life from a person that sucks at all three. How's it going? Welcome to episode number 21, named not after 21 Savage, um, named after my favorite, next to Joe Sackick, athlete of all time, number 21 for the Avs, Peter Forsberg. Funny, um, I don't know if it's funny, but Peter, this is actually going to make me sound slightly homosexual. Uh, Peter Forsberg was the reason that I actually kind of started to get into beards because everyone, I don't want to say everyone, but a lot of professional athletes always shaved and uh, Peter Forsberg was always rocked like a sick, it wasn't a five o'clock shadow, it was like a, like a 10 o'clock shadow. It was a little bit more than that. Um, I remember the first time thinking like, oh shit. Beards are sick. And here we are, 21 episodes later, talking about um, beard oil. Peter Forsberg was like, I want to say, top five underrated players all time. He was like, unreal goal goal scorer, sick on the power play, sick on the penalty kill. There's not many players that are sick on the power play and on the penalty kill. I can think of like three, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, he was dope. He was a big reason for the for the Avs' success in the 90s and early 2000s. Not so successful this time, though. Although they're 2-0, which is nice. Um, yeah, how you doing? Happy Canadian Thanksgiving. Fuck, I almost forgot. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving. I was just um, tasked with the task of uh, getting a pumpkin pie and um, ice cream. And I went to three stores and finally found a pumpkin pie that's about the size of, oh, I don't know, my fist. But it's going to be good enough. Good enough for eight people, I hope. <laughs> that's all I had. So that's what I'm going to roll with. Um, it is, what day is it today? October. Why am I never prepared ever for anything? It is October the 7th. Oh, fuck. It's only the 7th. It is October 7th. On Sober October. And, uh... I I miss it, man. I'm telling you. (laughs) It's tough, but you know what? I'm I'm doing pretty good with the meal plan. I'm eating the Brussels sprouts. I would say probably the most underrated vegetable of all time. I don't want to say underrated, but, like, gets the worst wrap. Brussels, Brussels sprouts in the oven with, like, a little garlic and lemon and olive oil is, like, incredible. But people talk about it like it's shit. But it's not shit. I'm here to tell you. It's not shit. Um, yeah. Loving the veggies. Loving the the food. Loving the... Uh, uh, what's it called? Me and my ex used to have a... I used to date a girl who was a vegetarian. And we had this thing every time we would go to the grocery store. We would check the receipt to see if there was any tax on it. Uh, so I don't know if you know... In Canada, anyway, you don't get taxed on... Food, like, I don't know exactly what the category is, but if it's vegetables and meat uh, and bread, like, I think the the type of foods that are in the four food groups and, like, milk, uh, if you buy those things, you don't get taxed. But if you buy, quote-unquote, crap, like, if you buy muffins or sugary cereals uh, or cookies, then uh, then you get taxed. So our challenge was to do our grocery shopping and pay zero tax 
which is what the past few um, receipts have looked like for me. Someone is throwing something out in the garbage chute at my condo. And it sounds like they're throwing out a million pieces of Lego. What the fuck are you doing? Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, so loving eating actual real food, which is great. Uh, not really missing the booze too much. My secret to success is uh, Perrier slash San Pellegrino and lime. Uh, kind of tastes like a Ryan ginger. Almost, if you, if you just... Just close your eyes and imagine. Kind of tastes like a Ryan ginger. I'm going to lean back here. Sorry if it makes a scratching noise. Um, yeah, I got my boy Brian coming over a little bit later today. Uh, my buddy Mike coming over tomorrow. Um, so I've got the San Pellegrino in the fridge ready to pop bottles. Uh, seven days in. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm crushing the gym. already went three times this week. Um, hopefully I'm going to uh, get to the gym Ugh, tonight. I'm pushing it. It'd, it'd be nice if I, could go, I can go tonight. If not, then uh, then I'll have to go next week. If I go three times in a week, six, twelve. Uh, fuck no, I gotta go four times a week if I'm gonna make fifteen. Does that math work out? What's four times four? Eight, sixteen. No, so I can do three times a week. Three weeks, four times. One week, three times. So this will be my three times this week. Can someone please teach me the basics of math? Why did I fail so hard? In the basics. Um, yes, as I drop my phone. Fuck. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Sober October's going good. Meal plan's going good. Um, our fantasy team is decent. It's 445 right now. Let me check. Let me give you a live update of what Showdimes is doing. Um, we are currently up 52-43 over Jason's team. The, the, <laughs> the very... Um, creatively named Jason's team. Uh, we're one three and O. We're ninth. Fuck. Jesus. It's okay. We're winning. Fucking Mike's texting me at three o'clock. Oh, our team shit. We're zero and four. We're gonna lose this week. It's like, can you chill, ESPN? Let the fucking games play. At least let the four o'clocks finish before we start throwing in the towel. Fuck this guy. Every week I get a text. Uh, Five minutes into the first quarter. We're done. It's over. We lost. Our team's shit. Man. People, what, I think, I think, what is it with sports fans and suddenly turning into ESPN all of a sudden? Why can't you just be rational and be a sports fan? Why is, why is that so hard? <laughs> um, yeah, so our team's not doing so hot, but that's okay. We'll, uh, we'll plug along and, and see how we go. Um couple of uh couple of things that i like to talk about here on the high hikiki podcast is um a couple of actually work related things so i do i mean i guess i talk about hikiki or my side hustle and the the things that are going on with that i guess i talk about it a lot but what i don't talk about is my day job a lot part of it's because i'm not crazy about talking about it um but I guess if you're going to have a side hustle type podcast, you got to have to talk about why, like, the reason it's a side hustle is, is because I have a day job, so I should probably talk about my day job. So why don't I talk about my day job a little bit? Um, meaning, some of the things that I've noticed in my day job, working at a big uh, bank, 
um, and some of the things that drive me fucking crazy. Productively, I'm not going to just sit here and bitch, but here's some productive things that I've learned from and hopefully you can listen to and learn from, especially if you are a uh, manager or a leader or you want to be a manager or a leader at a big bank or a big company in general or any company in general. Here's some things that I've learned and I'd like to share with you. Um, actually, the first one is, is universal. And I actually learned this at work and I thought it was stupid because I think everything's stupid. But uh, I was at my sister's house this weekend and I learned it a lot. I learned it again um, big time. And it's something that I learned called uh, multiplying, multiplying your time or multiplying time. So what does that mean? A lot of times I would at work sit on emails and they would just kind of marinate in my inbox. And I was almost the gatekeeper for work being done. Meaning there was three or four people waiting for me to answer that email so that they could go on and do their work. But none of that work was was being none of that work was being done because I was sitting on an email. And I guess it was important because my boss came up and talked to me and said, Hey Rob. Um, I know you've got a lot of emails, but can you send this particular one? And then took the time to explain the theory of multiplying your time, quote unquote. Meaning, if I send an e- if I send an average email, then that means one other person can go do their work. So the multiplier on that email is one x. But this particular email, there was eight people waiting to go on and do work, but they couldn't do it because they were waiting for me. So the multiplier on that email was eight x. So, if you were to rank your inbox um, from highest to lowest on the multiples, that might be a great way of prioritizing what you need to do. So, if someone's sitting around waiting for you to do something, it might be better if you go do that one little thing and let them run off and do their work. So, that's kind of the work example and how I learned it at my sister's house is um, me, my sister, and my mom, me, ma. My mom, uh, were going over to do like priming and painting, but the walls needed to be sanded. And the only person who's really good at sanding is my dad. But my dad was busy upstairs doing God knows what, um, trying to fix some bullshit medicine cabinet with my brother-in-law in a bathroom. Now, if you take the multiply your time theory, myself, my sister, and my mom, me ma, we were just sitting around because we were there to paint, but we can't paint till the wall sanded, sanded, but only my dad knows how to sand the walls, so was that really, but he was up, he was too busy upstairs fixing something. That sure needs to be fixed, but could have waited until the sanding was done first. So the multiplier on my dad fixing the medicine cabinet upstairs was zero. Because no one was waiting on that to be done. But the multiplier on sanding the walls was 3x. So my dad sanding the walls would have allowed myself, my sister, and my mom to go out and do work. And then he could go upstairs and then do the medicine cabinet. So... That's another example of something that I've learned at work 
spilling into my actual life, which are my favorite things to learn at work. What I don't like learning at work is dumb shit that will never that I'll never use anywhere else. What I really get excited about at work are skills that I can learn that are transferable onto another job, should I so choose, transferable to my side hustle at Hakiki, or transferable to my life. So multiplying your time is a great um, great thing to, I guess, learn. Um, it's a great thing that I've learned and a great thing that I, I guess, try and apply um, across all aspects of my life. So that's, that's, that's one thing I learned. Um, number two, also sorry, me saying Ima uh, in a terrible Irish accent. I watched the McGregor fight last night. Can everyone who likes the UFC get off their fucking high horse and say, stop saying that Khabib climbing the cage is a black eye on the UFC? You have men fight in cages. You have men fight in cages and bleed until one of them taps out or gets knocked out. Can you stop pretending like you're... They're almost acting like it's a cooking show. And then one of the chefs went crazy and grabbed a fucking mop, a uh, fucking pan, and went into the crowd and started slugging people in the face. Like, and the UFC has no problem, no problem with McGregor talking all that shit to Khabib about his family, about his country, and his religion. He, they have no problem with that. But they have insane amounts of problems with actions having consequences. Even though UFC and mixed martial arts is all about doing an action and dealing with consequences. That's what martial arts is. All right. I got that off my chest. I would have been so pissed if I went through the podcast and and didn't. <laughs> and didn't go through that. Okay. Um let me jump on to the to the second and I guess final thing. Um that I've noticed working at a big company. Uh, and it is a word that is very often used, but not very often thought about. And that is ego. E-G-O. Ego. Ego, meaning you think, meaning you are a manager, whether it be a team manager of 10 people or a vice president of a 100, 200, 2,000 people. The ego to think that just because your employees are being paid that they are have to listen to you. Ego, meaning when you get on a stage and you say something, you think that everyone in the audience has to listen to you because damn right, they're fucking being paid to be there. They should be listening to exactly what I'm saying. I'm going to try something. Red cars drive faster than blue cars. Just remember that. Red cars drive faster than blue cars. What I'm sick of at work are managers who show their face once a week. Red cars drive faster than blue cars. Show their face once a week into the people that work for them and say one obscure BS high-level term and then expect everyone to believe that without reiterating that message. Red cars drive faster than blue cars. I had, at my work, we had a manager, still have him, who went on at a town hall and stood in front of everyone and said this BS, you know, what you do matters, your, your job's important rhetoric bullshit. 
Set it once. Red cars drive faster than blue cars. Set it once. And then, I want to say two months later, he gets in front of everyone, all of the employees where I work, and say, and has the fucking audacity to say, do you guys remember what I talked about at the town hall? And of course no one fucking remembered because he said it once and then hasn't showed his face to his employees for two and a half fucking months. Who do you think you are? Red cars drive faster than blue cars. Who do you think you are to think that you can stand in front of a bunch of people, say something, and they're going to remember what you say two and a half months later when you don't reiterate that message, when you don't make them think, when you don't um, talk about the importance of that message, when you don't talk about how to apply that message, when you don't talk about the importance of that message to the people and the company. Red cars drive faster than blue cars. How do you think that that's going to happen? Ego. Ego. And why did he think that that was going to happen? Because he talked about it at a town hall. And of course the employees have to be there because we're making them be there. And they're being paid to be there. So damn right they're going to listen. Red cars drive faster than blue cars. If you think that when you get on a... If you're ever in the situation where you get on a stage in front of 10 people, 50 people, 100 people, 300 people. And it's at work. And um, you get the chance to talk in front of them. And you have to say something. And you go in with the mentality that damn right they're going to listen because they're being paid to be there. If you go on there with that mentality, don't even fucking go on the stage. You've already lost them. Red cars drive faster than blue cars. You've already lost them. Because the only way you're going to make it count is if you go up there... And go up there with the assumption that nobody's listening and it's your job to be on that stage to make them listen. To give them something to connect with. Don't take people's attention for granted. I've seen it 50 times a year for the past 8 fucking years. Which is why I'm getting a little fired up. Let's go baby! Which is why I'm getting a little fired up. Red cars drive faster than blue cars. Which is why I'm getting fired up. Don't take people's attention for granted. Don't take people's attention for granted. I don't give a fuck if they're being paid. I don't give a fuck if, they're, if you're giving them lunch to be at a conference and they're getting paid. Don't take people's attention for granted. The second you do that is the second you have lost their attention. And damn right you have. Because you deserve to. Red cars drive faster than blue cars. So what pissed me off in this particular case is a manager at my work went on stage in front of 200 people, said one bullshit 50,000 foot line, and then two and a half months later asked them what he said, asked those same group of people, what did I say at the conference, and nobody remembered, and he looked like he was actually angry that they didn't remember. As if he's fucking... I don't know, Jeff Bezos, Justin Trudeau, I don't know who the fuck he thinks he is, that you can go on stage and say one thing once and everyone's going to remember it. You have to reiterate messages. Check your ego at the door. Nobody gives a fuck what you say when you say it once. You have to reiterate messages, which is the exact reason why if I say which is faster, a red car or a blue car, every single person right now is going to say 
a red car. Why? Because I just said red cars are faster than blue cars about a million times on this podcast in the past five minutes. But if I said something once on episode two, and I came back at episode 22 and said, hey, do you remember that one line I said that didn't actually mean anything? You wouldn't fucking remember. Check your ego at the door. Reiterate your message. Connect with your people. Stop taking their attention for granted. I've been an employee and I've had a manager for the past eight fucking years. And four years before that at at grocery stores and clothing stores that I worked at in high school and college. They all make the same mistake. They all make the same fucking mistake. They say, you're going to listen to me because you're being paid. So damn right, you're going to fucking listen to me. Once you go in with that mentality, you've lost them. Reiterate your messages. Connect with people. Earn their attention. If you have a message, make sure you say it and live it and breathe it. Red cars drive faster than blue cars. <laughs> All right, that was the first time I've actually been angry on the po- podcast. But I've talked about my ex-girlfriend. I didn't even get angry. Um, yeah. All right, I'm at 22 minutes, so I'm actually going over a little bit. Um, why don't we end with the plug of the week? And um, I'll get out of here and let you guys get back to your Thanksgiving so I can get back to my Thanksgiving. Uh, it's 5 o'clock. i got to be at my mom's for 6. Do I have time to make Brussels sprouts? Probably not. Um, my plug of the week. It's weird. I haven't done much this week, so I don't really have something to plug. I guess. Here's what I will plug, because by the time this comes out... Um, it should be out. Uh, I have a... Obviously, you know, my boy, M. Dimes, he, he makes music. Um, I think he has music coming out soon. But I also have a cousin. I'm not going to tell you his name because uh, he hasn't put his name out there for a reason, I would imagine. Uh, I think his rap name is Jordan St. Just. Sort of Jordan St. Juiced or Just. Uh, and he's got some music coming out on the 12th that I'm going to post. So I'm going to post his name and his... Uh, in the Spotify link, and by the time you see this uh, next week, or if you're if if you listen to this before the twelfth, he's got other shit on there. My favorite song of his is PSA. He also has a YouTube video, um, which is funny because he's only been rapping for I think he just started making music like earlier this year, like April, and he's already got a music video and another one on the way and. Like, M. Dimes has been rapping for over a year, and he doesn't have any. Just thought I'd throw that out there. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Um, Yeah, so yeah, my cousin, Jordan St. Just or Juiced, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, He's got new music coming on the way. He's got some good shit on right now. Please check him out. It would mean the world to me. He's also on Instagram. I'll post his Instagram as well. If you could follow him and just give him some love or some constructive feedback... Tell him that I sent you if you want. I don't give a shit. Uh, But yeah, that's my plug of the week. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Happy Thanksgiving if you're you're in Canada. Uh, I think Columbus Day is tomorrow if you're American. Um, And if you're overseas, happy fucking Monday. Tough shit. Uh, Yeah, thanks for listening. Take care. We'll talk soon.